On today's episode, Twas the Night Before Lodge. You're listening to The First Three Knocks, a Masonic podcast in the District of York, where we discuss topics for the betterment of masonry. The opinions discussed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not represent the views of Grand Lodge or any other Masonic body. Now, here are your hosts. The Night Before Christmas Down at the Lodge Twas the night before Christmas, and down at the lodge, not a gavel was stirring, and in the hodgepodge. Of aprons and jewels and chairs east and west, you could savor the silence most gladly divest. All metal and mineral, it mattered not, since Christmas was nigh and the coals were still hot. In the hearth of your homestead, all masons abed, as visions of trestle boards danced in their head. When up on the roof there arose such a clatter, our Tyler jumped up to see what was the matter. He picked up his sword and ran fast to the door. Three knocks shook the panel. He wondered what for. He answered the knocks with raps of his own, and once the door opened, he saw with a moan. Of delight it was Santa, all jolly and red, except one notable feature instead. Upon his large finger lie wore what he knew was compass and square on a background of blue. Why, Santa, he shouted and lowered his blade. I see you're a mason, the tiler relayed. He looked towards the master's most dignified chair and said, voice near trembling, most worshipful there is a gentleman proper clothed at the gate. The master replied, let's allow him, but wait. You tell me a gentleman, but I don't see his apron beneath the red suit. Can it be? Our visitors hasn't been properly raised. Must we offer a test that suitably phased? I do beg your pardon, old Santa said quickly, as he pulled out his coat and displayed not a stick, but a cane with engraving. Two balls did appear, and oh, what an apron he wore with his dear. Adorned like the master, complete with sign of Lodge Number One, the North Pole on the line. Now let man enter, the master declared, and once in the lodge, the brethren all stared, for Santa was wearing a jewel not seen for many a century. There, in between the fur of his coat, of the splendid red collar, gleamed two golden reindeer and shone like a dollar. It's Donner and Blitzen, who I must confess are actually images brought from the West. But my warden, a craftsman like none in the world, and with a great laugh from a bag he unfurled, an ear of fine corn and some oil from the East. My friend, I have plenty tonight will feast. On all that is good, we are Mason's kind sir. A murmur went throughout the lodge quite like a stir. As presents and promises flew from his sack, this Santa, a mason, showed he had knack for making this Christmas the best you could gleam, and soon every deacon was laughing they'd seen. On this very night, only happiness resigned. The jolly Saint Nicholas quickly explained that only a mason could be inclined to make all kids happy, make all people find. 
a Christmas so special. Yes, Santa was right. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. This poem was found online, and we don't know the original person who posted or wrote it, but it does come from our brother, uh, Todd E. Cresson, who posted it in December 17, 2012. And we thought we'd like to share that at this Christmas uh, or holiday uh, podcast. Well, brethren, my name is Gino Scovio, and I'm your co-host of The First Three Knocks. We thought we'd open up a little bit differently. We are here up in the great north east district area of our york district up in uxbridge at zaradetha's a wonderful uh, location i'm sitting here with my other co-host worshipful brother bert tellier immediate past master of the rising sun lodge in aurora ontario and our awesome uh, sprotty here uh, our producer hello hello steve sprott from zaradetha lodge 220 in uxbridge yeah, so that was a really cool piece that, that we was uh, found, and it kind of uh, ties into our Christmas uh, conversation, if you will, of uh, what we Masons do at this time of year. Yeah, it's a very important time of year, obviously, uh, not just for Masons, but for uh, people around the world. And in fact, it is the winter solstice that is upon us on December 21st is the winter solstice, and that is the day when the sun is at the lowest point of the year. And so it offers us a point of reflection. It is uh, holiday season as well, so a lot of festivities. Uh, it, Masonically speaking, there's a lot of festivities going on in, uh, in, in uh, the Masonic world, and it's a great time to be with your friends and family. And really, this is a time of celebration and hope. You know, it is one of my uh, favorite times of year, and it's not because of all, you know, the gifts you might get. It really is, like you just said, the festivities we get to have on a social aspect with, with our wives, our kids, our friends, uh, and our extended families. We just recently had a nice uh, ladies' dinner night um, at, uh, at a restaurant uh, local to our lodge, and, uh, and again, it was just nice to have them out and to appreciate them, give them a little gifts of thanks for all that they do in supporting us. All they put um, up with. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know what? We're, we're always on the go, and yeah. uh, if you don't have that support at home, it's, it can be a challenge uh, on its own. So, And I know that there's a lot of lodges that this time of year really uh, partake in, in really kind of, again, bringing family together because it's an important time of year. Yeah, it's, it's one of the things I love about masonry is, is this time of year because it's all social. It's mm-hmm. all about social, you know. We, I guess, masonically speaking, we're going through the uh, installation season. Is probably fair to fair to say for many lodges, certainly in our jurisdiction, but I think in a lot of jurisdictions, it's installation season, which is very fitting because it's sort of uh, rebirth time for the lodge. Uh, but what I love about this time of year is the the social aspect. Uh, that was a great evening we had with the, our special ladies at the mm-hmm. Rising Sun. And uh, there's so many great events going on as well. We have a skating party coming up. Yeah, we got a skating a pizza party. I think uh, the uh, big old uh, Jolly Elf himself, Big St. Nick, is yeah. planning on attending. Um, yeah, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, like you said, it, it's that time that we really can uh, start to reflect on, on maybe the year that's passed. But certainly for me, uh, you know, masonry uh, through this holiday time of year, um, really allows me to reflect on just appreciating my family a little mm. bit more, yeah, and and my that. my Masonic family, but certainly my own family as well, and and it really is a special time. 
Yeah, as Masons, it's it's a critical time as well for us in terms of one of our, our finest Masonic values, which is charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and often charity is, is not only expected uh, throughout the year, but this time of year especially. There's a lot of folks who have been through difficult year. Um, now is the time to really show care and, and um, appreciation for those going through those more difficult times, soothing afflictions, as they would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, reading on some of the, I guess, significance. I mean, in Masonry, we don't really practice any particular holidays. There's nothing that ties into our rituals. But yeah. when we look at uh, this time of year, again, Christmas being the, 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 the holiday that uh, is the, the, the more known at this time of year, it goes back to lessons of you know Christ and and tolerance and justice and hope and kindness just to only name a few and then it really Boy, they allows sound familiar, you to huh? reflect on exactly <laughs> the fundamentals of what masonry is right based on that I mean you talked about it the solstice it's kind of a dark day mm-hmm. um, but it's also time for fresh new uh, light beginnings so it really does kind of tie in when you think about it and it's amazing I know again in masonry we don't really have uh, a religious way or a, a political way by any means but uh, somehow you know these values are tied into the things that we build on uh, in masonry um, so it's it's really cool when you think about it yeah thinking thinking along the lines of charity one of the groups that i think does an amazing job oh, yeah. at this time of year are the shriners oh they're the most fun you, you really get to see them at all the parades that take place in yeah. all the little towns it's those guys in the little motorbikes or uh on the little go-karts yeah. uh, they have the big train caboose uh, the vikings out in Newmarket. they come with an actual like viking ship that goes down <laughs> the parade and it's the coolest these thing. guys are fun huh yeah they're so much fun they're all you know Shriners, uh, we don't, uh, I mean, I'm certainly not a Shrine member yet. We've had a couple of uh, uh, guests who are part of the Shrine, but we haven't really jumped into that topic just yet. And I think we've got something that's going to be coming soon down the pipes to talk about it. But, um, you know, they really do work on charity. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, their biggest and ultimate goal and focus. And uh, right now, this time of year, they have the they're very well uh, known uh, famous Christmas cakes. Yeah, that are pretty much on sale at every corner that you can imagine. I mean, I've seen them out in public being sold. I've seen them at certain at social functions <laughs> that we go to. Yeah, and I think like again when they um, are looking to sell those, a hundred percent of their their profits there for those cakes uh, go to all the um, children's uh, hospitals that they mm-hmm. are uh, you know they founded and, and are part of. And, and just to briefly talk, and again, and please don't take this to, you know, right to the bank, but uh, I'm pretty sure that all those hospitals, anytime there are children that uh, are in care of, you know, the Shriners hospitals, uh, there's no payments. There's no expectations from the family. Mm-hmm. It's literally, let's take care of your needs and at all costs. And I mean, that's huge. And it's, it's worldwide too, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, one of the things I love about that organization is they, they do amazing work for, mm-hmm. for good reasons, but uh, very Masonic, right? The Shriners aren't out to say, look at me, look what I'm doing. No. They just do. Yeah. And they do extremely well. Uh, and I'm sure that's no secret that they are, of course, Freemasons, and uh, they've kind of grown up that way. You know what's cool about them uh, being uh, a Masonic body also is they're one of the more public known bodies out there in the world and actually do have a lot more 
um, kind of advertisement on TV, if you will. Um, and actually, uh, President Jimmy Carter is one or was one of their main spokesmen. However, um, what I've learned is uh, President Jimmy Carter wasn't even a Mason. He just oh, liked wow. the idea of the organization <laughs> and, and helping the children. And that was, you know, I mean, he always saw it as, from my understanding of reading about him, the children are your next generation of leaders, you know, mm-hmm. of, of uh, inner, uh, uh, inventors, of in, uh, innovators, of, uh, you know, politicians, uh, you name it. So investing and helping them as best that we can only allows us to have a better world to, to live in. Better society. And again, it blows my mind that his, uh, a lot of what his beliefs were, were, I think, very similar to what Directly we practice tied. in masonry. However, to my knowledge, um, he is and was one of the only um, faces of the shrine out there in the public who wasn't a mason. Wow, that's a, that's an interesting stat. That's uh, that makes a lot of sense. You know, this this time of year, uh, as we're talking around charity and shriners and the and the work that they do. I think it's maybe important to spend a a little bit of time talking about charity in terms of what charity is. And and Masonically speaking, that doesn't translate to money. And and I think that's one of the the unfortunate things that goes on in society is charity is sort of seen as money. Did you give money? You know, you go into the... You go into the, the beer store, liquor store up here in uh, Ontario. We have our, our uh, liquor control board uh, determining how we can have our alcohol. But they're the guys asking you for your money for charity, uh, which is all good. But to me, charity is much, much more. Uh, charity is spending time with somebody who's going through a difficult time. Charity is investing yourself wholly in supporting people, not just brethren or masons but society Mm -hmm. family is a a great time to invest with your with your loved ones and that means being present yeah you know that means not running around chasing gifts and and trying to create the perfect event Mm -hmm. but actually spending time and being being present absolutely Um, that's charity yep right helping somebody who who needs a hand um moving something that's charity like Mm -hmm. there's all kinds of charity that that is possible, and and I think it's an important time of year to reflect on that and ask ourselves, what are we doing to help others mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form that that comes? You know, like some of the things that uh, you could uh, use as examples of charity are, I mean, in our lodges, we see some elderly brethren, mm-hmm. elderly members. You know, maybe some charity is uh, when it snows out here, it snows. Maybe they need help. Yep. around the house taking care of little things that really would be a, a big challenge to them and we can jump in and assist right um like you said it's not always about how much you can pull out of your pocket mm-hmm. it really is is what you can give from your heart and and that's huge um i often say in my family um even before becoming a mason but it certainly rings through uh, a little bit more now these days is it's like you know we have all year to guy get each other gifts that we want you know, and we always go to, you know, what what uh, the media and the marketing of oh Christmas and, and 10 or 20 or 50 percent off. And really, at the end of the day, you know what? In February, it costs the same of what you did in December, believe it or not. <laughs> you know, I, in my opinion, I sometimes think they jack the price up by 70 percent just yeah. to sell it for 70 percent less. And it really doesn't matter about material items because at any given time throughout the entire year, you can go out and buy, you know, a new shirt or a new pair of shoes or a new jacket and it doesn't make you a better person Mm -hmm. uh, just for the the type of gift that you get or you give 
um, to me it really is and I come from a big Italian family it's the time we really get to spend together now saying Pasta that time. <laughs> you know my wife and I talk about it all the time and it's funny because she doesn't have a big family that's around anymore yeah. a lot of them are still in the states um, but there's only like I could count the amount of members of her family on one hand um, and so we're often always in these big Italian event yeah. settings and she goes Christmas isn't any more special than, you know, when we were together last weekend and the weekend before that and the weekend before yeah. that. But it actually is because, you know, we have a, a tree up and we have a little bit more meaning behind it. And we have certain tradition that we have on that particular given day. We celebrate uh, eating 28 different uh, versions of fish uh, type <laughs> dishes. All right. And it's not like full plates. You know, I mean, this is why I'm a little rounded these days, but it's like just little uh, you're things. You're back but in the gym now. Do you it, know you're, you're working uh, I, on you it? You know what? Because we'll the get, season's we'll get coming to up. that too. I've started looking at, you know, coming up ahead and creating resolutions. And I've already kind of started that now just yeah. to prepare for what's coming because uh, my buttons are about to pop on all Winter aspects. is coming. Winter is here. Never mind. It's coming. I think you'll survive the winter. I'm very insulated. But it really is for me, again, one of my favorite times a year with my family and it's not like I said because of you know the things that we might get in fact as my kids are getting older and appreciating I think just the finer things of life a little bit more mm -hmm. we always try to say you know what we have everything we want and whenever we need it we really have I mean we're, we're pretty blessed that we have the opportunity we can go get it anytime yeah so really let's just be thankful be grateful and be together yeah. you know and remember you know members who aren't sitting next to you anymore because they've passed um or just not able to be there. And I've always tried um, to, and I probably should practice it more, and it certainly weighs on me more as a Mason, is I really want to see more people go out and help their community. You know, mm -hmm. is there a local soup kitchen that needs some assistance? Is there a local, you know, women's shelter that might need some extra things? Um, and maybe not even shelters. At this time of year, you know, Steve just said winter's coming. It is here. There are well, a lot certainly of here in Canada, what, yeah. what did we get? Like three feet of snow this past <laughs> oh, week. Man. It was. Uh, it's, it's still. I think it's still snowing. My goodness. But uh, we have a lot of you know opportunities at this time where you can get together as a community and help the homeless out there. Yeah. You know, a blanket, a hat, uh, a set of gloves, and a hot meal goes a long way. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You, you uh, brought up your Italian family, and and your your wife, of course, is uh, from the U.S. She is, and uh, you spent quite a bit of time living down there, and, and had the good fortune to meet her down there, and it kind of segues to um, our American brothers mm -hmm. who uh, are on, on listening to our show, and uh, well, frankly, I wouldn't even call them American brothers; they're our brothers. Absolutely, you know, there we have this uh, imaginary line separating us, and quite frankly, it's. Uh, not even an important line because we're all we're all brothers. Mm -hmm. um, uh, maybe a good opportunity for us to do a, a shout out. I know, oh. brother uh, brother Steve Sprott, you you have started the Masonic Podcast Network on Facebook, um, which is a group for other. Uh, podcast and uh, had a lot of traction with that so far, huh? Quite a few folks joined that. Yeah, I think it's uh, tapered off a bit. Um, you know, things only grow as much as you promote them, and everybody's got busy lives. But we'll hop back on board with it. Uh, yeah, so I reached out to a few of the U.S. podcasts, and uh, I just asked if they wanted to to become involved in it. What it is is a Facebook group where 
uh, a representative from each Masonic podcast kind of has an admin capability on the on the group and every time that there's new episodes they can uh, post their new episode on there and it's yeah. kind of just a library of new relevant content that's uh, so you know I think we're not in competition with any other podcast. No, I no, think, I think a, it really... We're a family. Yeah, we're a team. We're trying to, yeah. to build the craft together. And, and I think coming together and having one resource so you can come to this page and see all, you know, whether there's six, seven, eight different podcasts, you know, you go there um, for the, for your weekly podcast, you can see what's new and, and uh, see from everybody and pick the ones you, you like and the topics that you like. And so it's just a, a yeah. kind of a resource where people can I, go. And I think it's been brilliant, honestly, that... It is a great resource, but if you're enjoying certainly our podcast, we encourage you to check it out because there's quite a few others on there, um, and all of them are very different, you know, from different parts of the world. And I think it uh, it behooves us to to give a shout out to our our brothers at uh, at Refreshment because uh, they had they had given us a shout out as well. And uh, this is to Wesley Reuter and the and the guys down in Illinois. Um, we, we've enjoyed your show. You guys are a lot of fun. They, they really know how to have a good time down there. And, uh, this is our, our opportunity to say we're coming down for a pint boys. Well, <laughs> they did a shot out with a shout out and shout out, uh, shout out. I think they got to send us a bottle so we can enjoy a shot with yeah. them. I mean, from this part of the, the, the world, right. Um, but I, I absolutely love where you're thinking, uh, Bert. We'll send them uh, a, a case of our stronger Canadian uh, beer. Too. Yeah, they can actually have some know. beer can that tastes like uh, Can they handle like the strong Canadian Instead beer? Instead of that eh? water over there. <laughs> yeah, eh? What's that, a boot? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no dude to boot it. There you go. Some some Canadian humor for uh, our American friends. But um, that's been an excellent resource. And, and it's funny, we were looking at some of, the, some of the stats here earlier, and I think half of our audience almost half of our audience now is uh, in the u.s so there's a uh... yeah it's about that we started off and it was 100 percent canadian and obviously we started off as a small podcast in the district and, and all that but as we grow we can see that the uh, american viewer listenership is growing rapidly so yeah it's it's, it's fantastic um We've, uh, we've got a lot going on here at the first three knocks as well and maybe take a minute to talk about that but uh, we have our website that's up and running now uh, thefirstthreenocks.com and if you want to get some more information there uh, I highly encourage you to and we've been uh, selling some shirts the first three knocks shirts and if you go on the website now uh, Brother Sprout we've launched ties we have some ties yep we do yeah they're beautiful they're sitting here on the table it says the F3K and the uh, square and compass and uh, that is a, a great opportunity for you to get access to those. And for those of you who've reached out to us and purchased, we thank you greatly as uh, that uh, really just helps us run the show mm -hmm. and uh, very important for us to do. We want to expand the show and, and go out there further as well. So yeah, we don't take you. any of those profits. 100% of our sales of merch goes directly into the podcast to, to bring it to you guys and, and grow the podcast. So thank you. And along those lines, seeing that it's the, the holiday season, it's the giving season, it's charitable time, uh, we have uh, a small trivia question we want to ask you guys, and we're, we're going to put uh, the, the person who gets that answer to the trivia question will receive uh, one of our first three knock ties. Is that right, Brother Sprott? That's correct. We'll send it out to the winner. So uh, I guess what we'll do is the first person to answer the submit the answer through email uh first person to get the correct answer will be shipped the tie so and we'll announce that on our 
later episode, the next week's episode. Hey, uh, what's that email address, uh, Brother Sprott? <laughs> the first three knocks at gmail.com. You want to spell it out for them? Nope. <laughs> uh, but three is spelt out. It's not the number. And it's funny because these ties now have F3K as a, a shorter version. You think that these guys would have uh, done F3K.com and made it real easy for me last time, but that's no. the ongoing joke that we have, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's the challenge so, yeah. you needed, apparently, Gino. <laughs> huh? I got through it. I got through it. <laughs> so with that said, I mean, uh, let's get into this trivia question. All right. So... In honor of our uh, connection with our brethren in the U.S., this trivia question is, can you name the lodge that straddled the Canada-U.S. border? Not in existence anymore, but this lodge had entrances on both the U.S. side and the Canadian side for the brethren in that area. What is the name of that lodge? And there you have it. That's that's going to be a challenge on its own. Um, yeah, so send us your answer to the first three knocks at gmail.com. First person to reply, we'll, uh, we'll uh, send you out one of our cool new ties. And so that's, uh, that is our Christmas episode. We covered a few key points there that are, are coming up at this time of year. Uh, to all of our brethren out there, a very Merry Christmas and to the, the families you care for as well. The couple of things that we discussed today was the uh, charitable time of the year. That is definitely uh, an expectation of Masons, and and my encouragement to all of you is to go out there and be charitable, be present, uh, and participate in your families and and love each other. And Brother Sprite, you just brought up an example um, off-air here for for a moment of an individual who's doing exactly that. Yeah, uh, Brother Brad Paisley, Bradley Paisley. I'm sure some of you have heard of him. The uh, the country <laughs> singer. He's kind of he's a bit of a big deal. Be, yeah, he's a yeah. bit of a big deal. But uh, yeah, he's a, he's a brother. He's a Shriner. And I heard just recently, and I don't know when it'll be open or if if it's open, but that uh, he's opening up a grocery store, and the grocery store is free of charge for the people in Nashville. Um, uh, that's you know, awesome. the, the underprivileged people. So uh, I mean, talk about charity. Yeah, um, that's incredible that he's opening up a, a free grocery store for the people of Nashville and um, just goes to show you you know yeah and he's what not, we're capable of uh, and he's not doing that for his own celebrity I mean and there's a great example of, of a Masonic values taking his celebrity and using that in the reverse order exactly which is yeah, to, yeah. to help people and Get that back. is that is wonderful and you know what he's fortunate enough to be able to have the income to fund that yeah. but that's not to say that we can't you know do our own things to help as Gino was saying, when it's snowing outside and there's elderly people, you know, just even shoveling their, their driveway, whatever we can do to help, it doesn't have to be monetary and we One don't have to things, spend millions of dollars to help people. As a Mason, I've heard uh, many times repeated is many hands make light work. Right. And mm-hmm. it really does, uh, you know, tie into, you know, uh, you really have the power to move mountains, not as an individual, but together. So, I mean, that ties into what uh, Brad Paisley is doing. It ties into anything that you really can put your mind to it. You don't ever have to do it alone. If you can find uh, enough, I, I guess, maybe motivation to have others join you, um, it actually becomes a lot of fun when you get to yeah. do you know, We've done some charity work uh, outside of this time of year. And uh, as much as it's a lot of planning and a lot of work executing, when the event takes place, boy, is it like just rewarding in mm-hmm. all regards. 
you get to see your friends, your family, the social aspect come together, um, the smiling faces all all around. You know, I don't ever really see one frowning face when we're doing golf tournaments or uh, other fundraising galas and such. And it really is, again, just nice to see and be a part of that. And just like we talked about, it just rings a little bit special um, at this time of year. It sure does. Well, with that said, uh, to, to our audience and friends, Merry Christmas to all of you from the first three knocks. And on our next episode, we'll be discussing New Year's. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the first three knocks. Happy to meet. Sorry to part. Happy to meet again.